right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. The Twins are in the divisional round. Jefferson goes to the IR pretty much along with the Vikings season. And there's a mix-up up top in the Premier League table heading into the international break. Here we go. Yes, I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Oh, splendid, man. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Yeah. Lots to talk about. Yes. Uh, the ups and downs of Minnesota sports. We got them both for you. We do. We have ups and downs, but I think there's things to celebrate in both of those things. Okay. We, That's a kind of a teaser. I feel like we're like turning a new leaf uh, as a laid-back podcast um, who uh, doesn't let the losses affect them. Well... <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're just bottling it better, Yeah, I think. All right, guys. Before we get started, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Wow. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Do that. All right. Uh, today, we are drinking a special beer uh, from friend of the pod, Barry. Thanks, Barry. Barry brought us a beer from Iceland. Okay. And this is um, Smidgen. Halta Kitty, Halta Halta Kitty, Hellcat. Hellcat, it's cool. Yeah, this is a double dry hopped Kvik milkshake India pale ale. Okay, and I think it's really really good. Like I'm, I didn't really know what to expect. It doesn't really taste very milkshakey to me. It just mostly tastes like nice and full. I this is the kind of milkshake that I think I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this shit's bomb. It's a little extra smooth, but it's not extra heavy. Like, it doesn't feel it's like... Almost, is it almost? I think it's silky. It's silky. I think it's silky. It's return of the silky. Yeah, this is really good. So thank you to Friend of the Pod, Barry, for uh, bringing an Iceland beer, Halta Keti, from Smidgen Brewhouse. And I'm just glad it didn't blow up in your suitcase on the way back, because that is ballsy. Yeah, but yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right, uh, here we go. I hope you go. declared it. Here we go. Lots to talk about. The Vikings are one in four. That's pretty bad. The home field advantage of U.S. Bank Stadium is temporarily dead. Yeah, why is that? It just isn't um, working? We just know it's dead because we're not winning there? Yeah, I mean, we in our last six games, we had to have the biggest comeback in NFL history to win a game against the lowly Colts, mm-hmm. who were like trying to lose games. We had to beat the Giants on like a record-long field goal Okay, at the buzzer. We lost to the Giants in the playoffs. We lost to the Bucks at home. We lost to the. I don't even you remember. You were probably there. I was probably there. Chargers. Oh yeah. Lost to the Chargers at home, and then we, now we lost to the Chiefs at home. And the good news is our next home game is against the greatest team on earth, the 49ers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so perfect. Home field. Let's keep it going. Home field is dead um, in Minnesota right now. Um, which is crazy because I think it, it for a long time was a real weapon for the team. Um, I don't know. They got to be good though too. I just I just keep thinking to myself that like sports empires and this isn't really an empire, but you know the window closed and this version of the team is dead. And like Ziggy and Mark, they wanted to prolong the window as long as they could. Mm-hmm. So. Even though the team had struggled with Zimmer, they fired Zimmer, they fired Spielman, 
They kept Kirk Cousins, which I think was kind of a weird move. It, I think we were surprised at the time. They wanted to start over. The coaches wanted to start over. The front office wanted to start over. Management didn't. They keep Kirk Cousins for two more years. Um, and then you have a 13-win season in there, which I think was a little paper over the cracks kind of yeah. thing. Like I think, well, like, I mean, there is something to be said with all the experts that were like, this is the worst 13 and, you know, two team or whatever it was 13 at the time. 14, and, yeah. yeah, total, but... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's just it's just like I know I know that this team has needed a rebuild you know for 3 years now probably and it's just like that's what we're going to get and I just don't really understand some of the weird anger from the fans. Like we thought this was going to be a good team. But that didn't mean I thought that this was the team that the coach and the man, general manager wanted. I know that they've wanted to move in a different direction at quarterback, go younger and cheaper at quarterback. We still have to figure out what's going to happen with Justin Jefferson. There's a lot of guys to resign with almost the whole team um, being out of contract after this year or, or the year after at the latest. I just think this was like a reckoning that was coming. And I think even a, a very passionate and oftentimes angry and crabby Vikings fan like myself, mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier to take because I just, I know like this thing is, it's over. Yeah. And that's okay. In the cycle of sports, unless you land Patrick Mahomes, there will always be ups and downs until you land your own Patrick Mahomes. And let's just hope, you know, and guess what? If you're winning, you know, eight to 13 games a year, you mm-hmm. don't get that opportunity. You, so I mean, you do if you win the lottery. Yeah. Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. Uh, we weren't Jaylen even taking QBs, Hertz. really. I guess we were in like late second round type of stuff. But Yeah, and it's just like I think you can win the lottery if you have like the perfect situation. You know, Brock Purdy right now looks like an MVP candidate, and he was the last pick in the draft. And I don't even know if he's that talented, but he's playing with real confidence. He's throwing the ball well in that system, and like it's really working for them. He looks like a bona fide MVP. Yeah, which is crazy. So you, you do never know, but this increases our chances a little bit. Yeah, and so this game, we lose 27-20 to 20 to the Chiefs. If this was a competitive season, I would have been so mad at the end of that game. Yeah, that was I, sketchy as hell. I think that that was... Uh, that was an absolute hosen. Like, I think the money was all coming in on the Chiefs and or on the Vikings and... They made a bunch of money off the Chiefs or something like that because... Well, they uh, it was weird. I mean, that that very crucial play, they it was they, they threw a flag for pass interference and they threw a flag for roughing the passer. And then without any real explanation, they just picked those, those up and didn't talk about it. Yeah. And then, like, one of the Chiefs players has his helmet off in the end zone trying to complain to him. They just go... Well, go put your helmet back on. Yeah, and but it's supposed of, to be like, an automatic fifteen. Yeah, I I thought this was, I thought they, this was crazy at the end. But in the end, I think we will be thankful. I know. I'm sure there are people listening who are like, "Man, I can't listen to this many weeks of tanking, Eric." Yeah, but, <laughs> but I, get I'm more. hoping that we have a year of tanking and then we get to be good for a long time. That's the hope. Now, Justin Jefferson is going on to the IR for the first time in his career, which sucks. Yeah. Well, it sucks because the thing that I was watching for was, was Jefferson. him to break his record. Me too. Yeah. Me too. That's, and now that's, that's, you know, you lose four games. He'll probably still have like a massive season. 
but he's not going to break the records with missing four games. I was cheering for Jefferson more than I was cheering for the Vikings at this point. Yeah. I was just like, come on, Jefferson, game. let's go. Keep I, I would like spend my games watching like where his stats were and how many yards he had and things like that. So this sucks, but it does, I think, make it their decision a lot easier. Um, I know everyone wants to trade Cousins, including me, but I, I don't think that that's likely. Okay. Just because he the only way is, is if, if it's really beneficial for Kirk. Like, this would have to be a situation where a team would say, we're going to sign you to a big three-year deal after this year. We'll pay you the rest of this year. Well, the Vikings will. Mm-hmm. And then we'll sign you to a big three-year extension. And he'd have to look and be like, oh, this is a great situation. Great line, great receivers, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I just think, like, the teams that make the most sense are teams that I don't know why they would do that at this point of time. So, the Falcons probably make the most sense to me. Bijan Robinson, Drake London. I mean, I can say Kyle Pitts. I'm not sure that Kyle Pitts is any good. A pretty good team with a bad quarterback. His wife, that's right, she's from Atlanta. Oh. So okay. Atlanta to me is a team that's kind of up and coming, good offensive coordinator who worked with a guy like Ryan Tannehill for a long time. I think it, it would be a good fit. It's the only one that really makes sense in season to me. The other two, um, I think are, or the, yeah, there are two are Pittsburgh, who, Kenny Pickett sucks. Yeah. Uh, and then I think New England. Okay. Uh, he would love that. But I, I don't know why. But I feel like they are they they're not gonna get a three you know three years of Kirk Cousins. They're gonna try to keep you know if Mac Jones isn't the guy they'll He's try not. to draft again. But they're gonna and, try to draft yeah. again. And, and and like they're just too bad right now to go make a deal trying to like get good. Like right. they should be in the same sweep sweepstakes that the Vikings are, and they should be in like well. Let's go try to get Caleb Williams, you know? Right. I think, like, I think Caleb Williams, I'm not saying he's going to end up being great, but I think he feels like um, uh, Wembenyama. Oh, really? Like, he like just seems like, sure just like, thing. oh, he just seems like he's going to be so good. And so I think, like, every team, I think, I think there are teams with good quarterbacks that if they have the first pick, will be like, well, we're going to go take Caleb Williams. Yeah. Trade this guy for yeah. other stuff. I mean, yeah. It's- can't hurt. So the only thing is, is Caleb Williams claiming he might make it so he picks his team a little bit. Um, there was some weird rumors that there was a list and the Vikings were on his list, but I think that was just nonsense. That's wishful thinking. It's wishful thinking. But but by the way, I, w- I wouldn't be even one bit surprised. If I was a young quarterback looking around at uh, mm-hmm. what was happening, I think the Vikings would if be... If you made a list of five teams or oh, something, yeah. The Vikings would for sure be on that list. Yeah. Um, they were ranked as like the best place for players to play. They have incredible stadium, and they have incredible facilities. They treat their players really well. And you get to... You jump into a situation with a good offensive line, an offensive head coach, and Hawkinson, Jefferson, and Addison as your receivers. It's pretty sick. I mean, I don't know why any quarterback wouldn't be like, that's where I want to go. Yeah. Play in a dome. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you look everything. Good. Yeah, everything is perfect about it. And so, if you're like, dude, if Kirk can put up these numbers, I can't wait to get in and see what I can do. Yeah, and Kirk is like the perennial, you know, 10 to 12th best quarterback in football. Like, if you could have someone better than that, like, this could be a special place to be. So, you never know. I don't know. I'm <laughs> my Instead of being like a... Like, an idiot with how hopeful I'm getting about the team's chances. I'm just doing the same with the draft. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. I mean, only one team is getting them, and there's some pretty bad fucking teams. We're not going to be I, – I love that, you know, hey, one and four is pretty bad. Ultimately, though, there's going to be worse teams. I don't know. I mean, if they lose to the Bears away this week at the Bears, and then they lose to the Niners, this might be a fire sale. Like, yeah. I could imagine – so a couple of guys I, I think could get traded – uh, first guy to get traded would be Hunter. Okay. Free agent at the end of the year. One of the top sack guys in the NFL right now. Yeah, playing well. A serious pass rusher who could really help someone down the stretch here. I can imagine Hunter going for like a second and a fourth, something like that. Like, I think he could go for like a good haul. Okay. Um, I wonder if they, if Harrison Smith is a name that we hear. Okay. That's one I, I think you were a little surprised he came back at all. I could have just imagined that he goes and hops on a contender mm-hmm. here. And he he some contender like the Eagles, maybe. I'm not I, I just know they have no defensive backs, but like a team like that where he could go chase a title and the Vikings could get like a fourth or fifth round pick for him. Okay. Something like that. Um and it maybe helps us lose. Yeah, games, it would. It which, would. Yeah. And they could throw Lewis Scene in for the last couple of weeks and see if he has literally anything to offer. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Jordan Hicks, maybe. Uh, uh, KJ. Yeah. KJ Osborne, I could imagine him being a guy. Maybe he's a free agent at the end of the year. He could go in, be a number three receiver for someone. So I just think, like, watch for some of these guys that might move here if they lose one or two more games. Okay. I hope they do at this point, guys. This team is is practically eliminated from the playoffs. Right. Every win at this point is a detriment. We it's not like it's not like you have your young quarterback. Like if you have Bryce Young. I this that's not a good example. CJ Stroud cuz cuz okay. uh, the, the Panthers traded their pick. CJ Stroud. Uh, they traded their pick too. Fuck. <laughs> uh we'll say the Colts then. Anthony Richardson. Okay. So Anthony Richardson comes back from his injury that he has right now and then down the stretch would it be better for them to lose and get a high draft pick again or for Anthony Richardson to start figuring out yeah, more and win some games? Worst and... draft pick, but who cares? You'll feel better about your young quarterback. We don't have that. Yeah, We don't have anything that we should be building on. And if Jefferson's going to be out for a while, I don't even know. Like, I, I hope the tanking starts now. Yeah. I think, I mean, I was even wondering, is he, I mean, he's for sure hurt. Or is it just sort of like a he's kind of hurt, but let's we we're trying to tank already. Um, let's just because like when do they go? Like we know for sure it's going to be four games. Like is that protocol? My guess you don't hear is that, that, that often. Do you like four you can't games take right another, off the bat? You can't take another roster spot. You can't get another guy then. Yeah, and I think with the hamstring, it's probably you know two weeks kind of minimum, two to three weeks minimum yeah. kind of. And I think that their thought is is like. We stink. Like, let's make sure we protect our asset here. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say, yeah, he probably would have been out for three games, and now he'll be out for four. Okay. And they'll just or give him more. But yeah. We'll see. And they'll just give him that extra time to make sure he's good. There's no use in Justin Jefferson tearing his hamstring this coming year. Coming back early. He's out long term with a bad leg injury. You know? Oh, that would be the worst. So yeah, I think they're going to protect him here. I think they probably would have. I think maybe they wouldn't have done that if we were the opposite record. Okay. But yeah, we we, we stink. We have yeah. a bad defense. What's crazy, the offense is pretty good if they could hold on to the football. Right. 
like the first play of the game, Oliver Our catches numbers it. numbers look good. Yes. Yeah. First play of the game, fumble. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is like a joke at this point. Dude, I can't believe how close we were for the... I mean, the Chiefs have been killing everybody. They're like... A, I mean, their record isn't perfect, but they're a super duper good team. And we were... Aren't they undefeated? No. Uh, I thought they'd lost one, but I can't remember. Um, okay, so here's my thing. What's up? I feel like when you know the joke is always that the script of the of the NFL everything's scripted. Like how fucking mad must the Vikings have been when they read their script? Yeah. It was like yet another fumble on the first drive of the game, yeah, right. <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, these people are going to think we're idiots!" Like, yeah. what the hell? We fumble every time. <laughs> the script sucks. It's your turn. And they're like, and then as soon as they got momentum, that's right, a third fumble of the first half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, oh, it is frustrating I, to watch, is. but it's entertaining and it's a great product. You're right. I mean, you talked about that it's fun if they're really good, obviously, but it's also fun if they're bad. Like, it's just a good sport to watch. So they did sign a big difference maker, Tanner Morgan. <laughs> why yeah. it's so weird tanner morgan was a bad college player yeah um so i the practice know. squad yeah i think it's just because right now mullins is out yeah they just need someone to, to run drills and stuff yeah they need like a third guy who's like competent and smart probably yeah. so right yeah i don't see him touching Ugh. the field no never ever he shouldn't have touched the field last year for the gophers i wonder what kind of practice what do you get you get a little bit of money don't you yeah you probably make like uh two hundred thousand a year Damn. Okay. 300,000 a year, something like that. Um, all right. So, speaking of the Gophers, they played Michigan this weekend and uh, went as expected. They You're lost right. 52 to 10. Oh, God. I mean, is Michigan, I think they were number two overall. At I think the time? they moved to number one now in a lot of lists. Yeah. They're a contender to win the title. They're really good. I think future Minnesota Vikings quarterback J.J. McCarthy is their quarterback. Oh, I like that. I'm not saying he's my pick of who I want, but it just kind of feels like that's what's going to happen. But, yeah, um, this is a really good Michigan team. Totally outclassed the Gophers. Mm -hmm. I think Fleck is in a little trouble. You're starting to wonder mm -hmm. if his, his tenure is almost up? I think he'll be back. We'll have to do, at some point soon, we'll do the hot seat, like the coaches check in. Uh, I want to wait a little bit deeper. I want to wait until the Twins season ends officially. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we're halfway through the, the Vikings or something. We'll do it. I think the seats are pretty hot in Minnesota. There's some hot seats. I think everyone's butt is at least a little warm right now. Even, like, the people who I don't think can get fired. Like, uh, people are like, KOC is the third most likely quarter coach to get fired. Yeah. I'm like, I can't imagine he'd get fired even if they got the first pick in the draft. But it's not going yeah. well. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. All right, speaking of a team and a coach who I don't think is on the hot seat right now, um, the Twins. Yeah. And Rocco. So they are in the division series against the Astros. They are currently down, when we're recording this, two games to one. Yeah. Yeah, we were recording after uh, a bummer of a game three, after a very exciting game two. Game two, we looked awesome. Yeah. Game one, we fought hard. Game three, first one back at home. Uh, they took the crowd out of this game. Four minutes into the game. Yeah. And all I kept nothing, was four that Sonny Gray does not give up home runs. Sonny Gray doesn't do... It's like he did all the things you said he never did. Yeah. This was and this was terrible. Yeah. This was a game... I didn't even watch that much of it. I just... I like... From the get-go, I was just like, well, this is not going to go well. You could just tell. I just could tell. I watched quite a bit of it. I, uh, dude, I can't believe it. I'm watching baseball. 
the new pace is everything. It is so because it's way better. You can just it whether it's my ADHD or whatever, I can actually pay attention now. They would lose yeah. me because it would be sometimes it would be thirty seconds between a pitch. Sometimes it'd be three minutes. They'd between step a pitch. out. They'd adjust their batting gloves. They'd undo their batting gloves and then me, put bro. them back up. I'm onto my phone. And, I'm onto something like, else. And it's like it's like it's like a they be like. Well, this is baseball. This is what's great about it is it's slow. And I'm like, said a person person who grew up having to listen to the radio. Yeah, right. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, it's slow. I have the attention span of, you know, I have We have a YouTube attention span. Just think about the kids that have the TikTok attention span. They're really in trouble. Baseball is I was going to say I have a Quibi attention span. (laughs) (laughs) Was that 10 minutes? You weren't paying attention when that shit exploded, apparently, (laughs) or imploded. Uh, yeah, so, you know, they, they lose game three. Um, I feel like anything can happen. They could, you know, they could come back. I think tomorrow. they will lose the series now in four. Well, that's what you had said, I think. I think mm-hmm. that you had said that um, we were going to steal one. and Their bats are just a lot better than ours. Yeah. A and lot, you saw it today. A just lot like, better. Oh, there's multiple people their, on that team that can their hit Their okay. one through four is on a different planet than our whole lineup. Yeah. I mean, they just have guys who mash, who are scary. We have like Royce Lewis, a plucky rookie. Who really hasn't done shit since yeah, that first game. He, it's just, you know, Correa. It's like the I said last week that if we were going to win this, we had to have clutch hitting. Mm-hmm. We have none. It hasn't. We have had none. Yeah. Correa's had a couple clutch hits, and that's about it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, even today, we left on, I think, two innings with two players, one inning bases loaded. We left everyone on base today. It was brutal. Yeah, I think we got one run in the end. Yeah, I mean, you know, a a bummer, but you never know. Let's see what happens. We get to, we play tomorrow, and then we'll go, if we win, we go back to Houston. For game five. I think, yeah. With Lopez pitching. Right. Which will be fun. That a would be fun. A, cha- a chip a chair and a chance, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. That's all we need. So, no, I I think that this has been a great season from the Twins. A, a surprising season. I feel like it's breathed new life into the Twins for me. Uh, absolutely. I I feel like my fandom is kind of like back on the rise, and I know everyone's like Fairweather fan. I am a self-proclaimed Fairweather fan. You are. And I have it's never okay hit it. to be you know representative of the state. I mm-hmm. think that that's goes for everybody it's not like they were selling out every home game this whole time and you're the only one that was like it sucks when they lose (laughs) yeah it's like no dude people are back in yeah i think people are just so desperate for winning anything here in minnesota please it's it's not gonna happen no i mean it's not um well the timberwolves haven't started yet you just wait yeah, so, what was the thing with ESPN? Timberwolves. Yeah, should we just jump over? They and... put the Timberwolves as the second best best win total on ESPN in the Western Conference and the fifth best in the NBA. I just, I don't... I feel like this is what we predicted last year. We do this every year. Second, I said they were going to finish second. I was feeling yeah. confident about it. They finished what? Eighth? Seventh? Seventh, I think. Yuck, it was horrible. Maybe, no, I think it was, I think it was ninth. I don't know. It was not good. It was embarrassing. Uh, it was eighth because we played the nine seed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, who knows? I think that's exciting. I don't really get why they would think that. Uh. I mean, some of our players are going to take a jump, I guess. But why would we, with the same roster, go from the eight seed? I mean, to it's the just a, it, I don't the know. The Towns' health piece is a big piece of this. Can Towns play sixty-five games instead of twenty-nine games? Mm-hmm. Like that's a huge piece to this. And then. Can Ant and um, 
what can I think of his name? McDaniels. McDaniels, right. Well, can the two of them take the leap? Because if they can, then this is a serious squad. Yeah. A serious squad. Ah, I mean, it is exciting. I can't wait. It's right around the corner. Also, can't wait for other start, sports starting up this week. On Thursday, we get the first Minnesota Wild game. Yeah, we're watching uh, Chicago and Pittsburgh right now. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, season's on, baby. Opening night. I am excited about this, even though I just know, and I know Vegas knows, and everyone who's a fan of the Wild knows exactly what's going to happen this season. Vegas has us as the 14th favorite to win the Cup, and that is what we have been pretty much for the last 10 years. Yeah. We're always the 14th favorite to win the Cup. We're the 14th Every favorite, year. and then they're pretty much right. We're about the 14th and best always team are, the And then we always lose in the first round of the playoffs every year. It's so crazy. Hey, this could be the year things change. This I mean, a, this we got Twins winning a series. This They've is an won abusive three playoff games yeah. after, you know, 19 years of, of zero. So you never know. Things can change. Uh, but somehow I don't feel like the Wild's going to be the one that breaks that. At least not this year. Yeah. At least not this year. All right. Um, so, yeah, hockey season right around the corner. Wild are 14 favorites. They need big-time jumps from two guys in their team. Marco Rossi, who we've been asking for for years, Mm -hmm. and then Brock Faber, the former captain of the Gophers. Yeah. I mean, that'll be exciting to see if that, you know, could happen. Um, What do you think? I think that Faber is going to fit in perfectly. Okay. Like, he's going to jump onto this team, and he's instantly going to be one of the most reliable players. Yeah. I think instantly he's going to step in. He's going to be one of the most reliable guys, like without a doubt. And then I would say uh, Marco Rossi is a little more of a question mark. Mm -hmm. He had the weird year with the health problems after getting COVID. And like he had all these reasons why he couldn't really be playing. I I don't know. I hope he's the kind of needle moving guy that we need to add. Hey, it'll be fun. At some point, you know, they're going to go on like, they're going to win 18 of 20 games, and we're going to be like, wow, they're really doing it. They're going to do it Who this year. It? This is crazy. <laughs> we predicted this on the pod. And then they'll win three in the next 20 games. Yeah, and, and, then be they'll, like, oh. and then they'll flame out in six games in the postseason, and it'll be like really hard to score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have seen this before. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose higher. Surprisingly, this is one of the first years I do have higher hopes for the Timberwolves than the Wild. Should. And that's a you little should. scary for the Wild. The Wild have no cap space. Yeah, I mean, so much just, so they that there are know. players. They, they're very self-aware of yeah. where they're at. There are players who play for the Wild who are in the minor leagues because we can't afford their salary on the pro roster. And they're mm. like preset salaries of like 850000 Oh, that's crazy. This is a weird situation that we've been in. This preseason suitor buyout stuff was nuts. And I mean, I don't know if it, I think it was probably the right move, but it's just like we all have to kind of suffer through it. Yeah. And that kind of sucks. It's been a while, though. It's already been, you know, it's going to end up being about, what, four years total, huh? Of this fucking. When did we buy them out? Like, <sighs> it was a few, two or three years ago. Yeah, already. And it's going to be two more years. Yeah. This is, this is going to last for until that money hits, like until the day that that comes clear and there's all that extra cap space and hopefully by then we'll sign we have some young great players you never know and then we'll sign the next 
Curry seeing Suter 13 year deals with two guys. And the cycle <laughs> and be starts. psyched again. about it for and like so two pumped. years. I mean, the level of excitement I had when we signed those two guys. I was like, wow, how, how many? We were like, well, how many cups do we win in this not 13 year? Right. Not two, <laughs> not three, not four. That's where I was feeling. I was like, we are going to be so good. We just signed the two biggest free agents. I was so excited. I know. And it just didn't, didn't go well. And now we're paying for it. All right. And then. What's up? This week in soccer. Yeah, right. We got to hit both. My we team. Hit a little bit of a little bit of local, a little yeah. bit of international. My team. The Arsenal Gunners. The Arsenal Gunners. Played Man City in what was for sure the biggest game of the Premier League season so far. Yeah. Um, and they pulled it out. one nothing. A Martinelli deflected goal in like the 84th minute or something. Sends them through one nothing, and what was far from a boring game, it was like a very well played game. It was, um, I heard someone say it's a lot like when, um, Liverpool and City would play each other, and it just felt like they were both nullifying each other, and then someone would get get a lucky, second of brilliance or yeah, something. You know, it's like the game was so technical and so well played. The great news about it though was that they they held Man City to four shots on four shot attempts and one shot on goal for the whole game which is the least shots in Pep Guardiola's history as the Man City coach. Wow. So really, really kind Strong, of... Strong, tight defense. They were missing their best player, Saka. He was out with a hamstring injury. Is he going to be back soon? Both my he... guys, Jefferson and Saka, both my two favorite athletes, yeah. both have hamstring injuries. Brutal. And then and then uh, you had William Saliba staking his claim as one of the best, if not the best, center back in the world. He's Van Dyke now. Yeah. He's like 23-year-old Van Dyke. Oh, that's 23-year-old Van Dyke. For you guys. And he bullied Holland. Just Which bullied you love him. To see. Just I bullied hate City. Him. So I was cheering for for you guys. I mean, I was happy with this. Uh the draw would have been nice, like as it seemed like we were going to get. Uh, but dude, we'll take it. And yeah, yeah. down with City City's and now, lost two in a row. Now City's I think at the third, I think it's is it Arsenal Tottenham Spurs first. Yeah, Tottenham second. Tottenham. They have they're okay. they're tied, but Spurs have scored two more goals. Okay, so you're right there. They have the same goal differential. But, oh, funny. But Spurs have scored 18 goals so total, there's another and Arsenal so in like the third the third tiebreaker. Tie so you guys are Spurs right there, and yeah. it's early, and Spurs are are phonies. Yeah, and the, they're frauds. They're way to frauds to all of you, you Tottenham fans. They're just hopeful to get the top four. Yes. even, I, th- I would say. Um, yeah, and then after that, you got Liverpool. This was the first there, time. This was this week. the first time that Arsenal has beaten Manchester City since December of 2015. That's insane. In a, in a Premier League game. Right. And and in the game since that game, so they won, I believe, 2-0 in December of 2013. Since that game, they hadn't won, and they had been outscored 33-5. to Wow. So City has just God, beaten the absolute so hell out and of Arsenal. And that was a down, down time for you, for Arsenal yes. fans. That was tough yes. times. And they've just beaten the hell out of us. So this felt so good to get this big win. The Premier League, hopefully, will Does be... Does it feel like maybe it's bigger than a single game? Oh. And you're looking at a young Arsenal team that maybe is on the rise here? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this was... Changing this was guard. this guard. So last year, Arsenal probably should have won the title. And they fell apart at the end. Right. And in, in that season, the first time they played City at home... They very much outplayed City for a lot of the game. They were winning one nothing, and then they got a controversial red card, and then they gave up two late goals and lost two to one, and just felt like what if. Mm-hmm. And so I think this time it was like 
things are different this year. Okay. And it's just like anyone who can take City down that's not Chelsea, please do. Right. <laughs> Specifically. All right, so that's huge. Um, the Premier yep. League uh, has two of the worst teams I've ever seen in it. This year? Luton Town and Sheffield United are just... They might not win really, any games. Really, really bad teams. Yeah. Like the worst teams I've ever seen in the Premier League. <laughs> so they're at the bottom of the team. They're table. not competitive. Yeah. They're really bad. So some other bad teams this year are like, fuck, dude, at least we're not that bad. There's only I one think, team yeah, getting... The teams that came up are just a problem this year. Um and then at the top, it's a lot of your your normal ones, City, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Spurs. Yeah. And then Man U is struggling. Man U and Chelsea fun. have and both Chelsea been struggling. Chelsea are really struggling. That's Did great. they lose again this week? Uh, no, they beat someone. Oh, yeah, they've got like, yeah. Over okay. some bad team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. only their second win of the year. That, that's hilarious. It is hilarious. So, yeah, that's all fun in games. Now, not fun in games, Minnesota United. Crumbling. Adrian Heath, gone. The GM, they fire him with gone. a couple games left. They had to. Yeah. This team is so boring to watch. If you're going to be bad, can you at least be fun? <laughs> Definitely not. They were like, we're going to have a strategy of not scoring. <laughs> we're going to try to drive every game zero to zero. It was just awful. And I know someone will try to correct me here and be like, they did score. But it's just like... They played such an ugly brand, and that was just an issue to me. It's like, at least have something that's like fun to watch. If you're going to be really good, you can play ugly. Sure. And you can say, this is who we are. This is our personality. We score one, we, we win games 1-0. Yeah. Don't but, get beat. Never get beat. Uh, yeah, no, that wasn't that. So they, they've fired Adrian Heath after seven years, maybe? Something like that. Uh, and then something really interesting happened. They were about to play LA Galaxy, and a bunch of the film crew started a strike, walked off the job, and they were not able to air the game. That just doesn't happen in any league besides MLS. No, it doesn't. I mean, and I don't know if that's because those people wouldn't be willing to lose those jobs, or because they're too professional, they paid them. If it was was the NFL, they've already threatened your family. And (laughs) they're like, if you mess anything up for us, your family will be dead. You know the Wolfs. I mean, he looks like Wario. You know that they'll fuck up your family if you were to ever cost them a dime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, That's why they're great owners. the NFL um, wouldn't have these issues, but I do think this is interesting. Um, just a game didn't get broadcast because of right. this. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. So they're, they're, like, they put out a statement. We're not going to be able to put the game on. It's not going to be on the MLS network. It uh, There's like a stream from just like a stationary camera that you can go find on the, online or listen to it on the radio. So, yeah, man, I just had never heard of that. Not that like... I was going to try to watch this game. I didn't watch any games this year. Um, if they had started to build some hype, maybe I would have, but that never happened this year. So in a, in a first for me anyways. Yeah, that is a first for me too. Um, I don't know. This team is really boring. Yeah. I, I just can't get into them. Let's, let's see what's up next year. Hey, okay. But I did have fun when we went. Well, yeah. That was a good time. We have a good time. The singing and the drumming, but actually there weren't really drums when we went. Oh yeah, they were like on they strike. were on strike too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The fan clubs went on strike. The fan clubs were like, "We are not getting enough tickets." No, they 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 were on strike because of we weren't vocal enough about gay rights or something. What was it? Oh my god, it was something weird. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of problems with the team apparently. 
All right. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Tune into our other episode this week. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. All kinds of fun things that we're watching, including one of my favorite movies, V for Vendetta. Sick. Which Can't is wait. a really cool rewatch. So go check that out. Lots of good shows that you guys need to be watching. So until then, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. <laughs>